0: Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Sex with Emily. In today's show, we're talking about a wide range of male issues. I'm going to cut to the chase. It's mostly about your penis. You know, those pesky problems you have around its behavior. And to help, I'm joined by Jeff Abraham. He's the CEO of Permescent, and this is going to be a good one. Don't want to miss. You know what's so great about sex toys? They don't get jealous. They just want you to feel good, even if it means they sit one out while you try something new. Well, I was recently introduced to that something new, the Rabbit Company Lay-On Vibrator. I'm here to tell you that this little palm-sized beauty is simply awesome. It's made for external use and features two ears that are perfectly positioned for clitoral stimulation. The whole piece is gently curved to match a woman's natural contour, so it can literally lay on you, as the name suggests. But its ergonomic shape feels so good to hold and move around. You'll find endless different sensations by changing the lay-on's positions. It's whisper quiet and has six vibration patterns. But my favorite feature? The Rabbit Company keeps the motion in the ears, not the handle. No more numb hands from the transfer of vibration. It's really amazing. Like all Rabbit Company products, the lay is 100% body safe, features easy-to-use controls, and has a five-year warranty. To order your lay-on, visit therabbitcompany.com or click the Rabbit Company banner on my website. Hey, why not? Lay it on today.
1: to his eyes. They're the eyes of a man obsessed by sex.
0: Eyes that mock our sacred institutions. Bedroom eyes, they call them in a bygone You're listening to Sex with Emily. We're talking about sex, relationships, and everything in between. For more information, go to sexwithemily.com where you can do so many things there. God, you know, we update the site every single day with blog posts and videos and just whatever's going on with Sex with Emily. You want to enter a contest, you want to do things, check it out Sex with Emily. You can also find us on Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram. It's all at sexwithemily and facebook.com slash Emily, where we hit our million likes milestone and now we're like blowing past, uh, blowing past that, so course you gotta follow us there and subscribe to our newsletter because we give great newsletter we don't spam you you're just gonna love it and now not only can you find us on itunes you can find us on google play soundcloud and spotify and per usual we love when you review us it's awesome i prefer the five-star reviews um But, you know, if you want to give us four stars, that's cool, too. Or if you don't like us, just don't review us and, like, stop listening. Um, Okay, everyone, I do appreciate everything that you have to say about the show. It's okay. If you hate us, you can email us about it. But also, here's the other great thing. You can shop with Emily now on our website. Um, You know, I'm always talking about my favorite toys, where you can buy them, all that stuff. Well, Now you can buy them at sexwithemily.com. You just click on the Shop with Emily banner and um, you can find it all there which is a good time. And we've been having some fun shows lately. Uh, Recently, Sex Obsessed, the biggest sex myth we're not buying. That was a show with Anderson. And does having a higher sex drive than your partner mean that you're sex obsessed? And how to cope when you're going through a breakup? I get asked this all the time. And the best way to disclose your sex number. Guess what? You probably shouldn't. So listen to that show. I think you'll like it. And also, you know how much I love lube lube is like one of my favorite things on the planet totally underrated my dream is a lube on every nightstand and joe who i love you know i know joe joe lube they asked me like emily what is your dream lube like what lube would you, do you want to see and i was like that's a really good question um well they said they would make it they said they would make my dream lube but i need your help okay because we're all going to make this lube together like a lube orgy uh, go to sex slash dream take a short survey it's like less than five minutes and your responses will help joe create a brand new lube that we all designed together plus 10 lucky participants will receive a joe prize package worth 100 bucks and they give really great packages like it's not just lube they have a really cool products they make so sex with slash dream or click on the dream lube banner on our website okay enough of all that hello jeff abraham i'm so glad you're here
1: Glad to be here. Thanks. It's,
0: I haven't seen you. Haven't been on in a while.
1: Oh, um, close year to or two, or two years.
0: Okay. Well, it's time. It's time. Jeff is the CEO of Promescent. You guys, I've been talking about Promescent for three years on the show.
1: A little over three. A
0: little over three. Wow. We're like old friends.
1: Very old friends. I love this. I'm so glad to see you.
0: Because it's always fun. You've always had great shows. People love the shows. So I'm glad you're here. And it's great that you're here for the penis show. Mm -hmm. Not only because you have one and everyone else in the room does not. Mm -hmm. We've got Madison here and Jamie. Mm -hmm. But um, there's, you know, there's a lot to talk about. So we're going to um, get on with that. Mm -hmm. We also have Madison here. I'm Mike. Producer Madison. She's checking in. And, um, (laughs) okay, Jeff, one of the top questions I get asked by men all the time all the time. Mm-hmm. How do I last longer in bed? Or how do I have my, like, how can my partner last longer? Because we all want to have better sex. So I'm glad you're here to talk about it. And, um, you know, you're the man who brought Promescent to the public and to my listeners. I'm
1: the business side, certainly. So,
0: I know. I love it. So we're going to get into your story. If you don't, you guys have heard me talk about Promescent, but it's the only FDA approved treatment for premature ejaculation, um, which I know. But a lot of you will be like, I'm happy. You know, that's fine. We're also going to be talking about ED. We're going to be talking about... A lot of things have to do with your penis today. So this is going to be a good one. But uh, we'll get into more of that in a second. But first, we've got some sex in the news, which happens to also do with penises. Men satisfied with their penis size have more sex. So while women face far more scrutiny about their appearance, men aren't immune from it. From small penis jokes to dad bods, there's plenty of body shaming out there to make men feel inadequate. Fortunately, in opposition to stereotypes, a new study says most men are completely happy with their genitals. Is that surprising to you, Jeff? Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's Because there is so much of a stigma, you know, so many jokes about penis size. As right. soon as some woman's frustrated, you know, it's like, oh, her husband must have a small dick. Right. You know what I mean? And right. so, you know, maybe it, it is a little bit surprising that the majority of men are
0: Right. Satisfied. Okay, well, we'll go on to the study here because yeah. I find this interesting. The study reports that 86% of American men are totally happy with the size and appearance of their penis and testicles. Um, High five to American men, like like putting through all this stuff you go through. Like, I love that. And the 64% of nearly 4,000 men surveyed said they're highly satisfied with the shape of their nethers, and 61% were highly satisfied with the girth of their erect penis. So this was actually published in the Archive of Sexual Behavior. And interestingly enough, men who report displeasure with their frankenbeans were less likely to report being sexually active. So the study was self-reported, so it doesn't give a good idea of why dissatisfied men were dissatisfied. Um, but the vast majority of men are not, like, obsessed with their penis size and, like, who, like, love their penis, their God-given penis, you know, they're having great sex.
1: But I think it makes sense that... When it says that men who were not satisfied have less sex, because obviously, if you don't think your penis is adequate, you're not going to be as aggressive, and you might not be as confident with right. women. So it, that does make sense.
0: It does make sense. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Because, like, did you ever have? Do you ever feel like your feelings, feelings about your penis, Jeff, impacted your life, sex life?
1: No, not really. I've just always been in good relationships. You know, I think. <laughs> I say, I you say
0: good relationship with your penis. Uh,
1: I also have a pretty good relationship with my penis. That's you know, good. I mean. It, I respect it. It certainly seems to work for me, you know. That's and i I've I've always been really big on communication. And, you know, I'm not a porn star, but it seems to be adequate. It seems to get the job done. And I'm of kind of a relationship-oriented person, especially right. the last 30 years of my life. And, right. you know, I've just been happy with the relationships That's I've had. That's good. I'm yeah. glad
0: to hear that. Because, hear yeah. know, I mean, we're, we're going to get some emails, but a lot of guys, they just like... You know, it's like all it takes is like one bad comment or one bad relationship. But a woman's like, and take, you know, like they're breaking up. They're like, and your penis is small, right? And you can't get over it. That
1: is so classic, okay? Right. That, you know, I've had friends that went through that. You know, they're in a relationship. Oh, your penis is great. The minute you break up and you have a small dick, it's like, well, I wasn't small the last three years, you know? Right. But that's
0: all they can remember, too, right? They could have told you a million good things about you. Well, they're trying to scar
1: you, okay? There's hurt. Anytime you break up, there's a lot of resentment and hurt. What's the first thing you're going to do is go, I'm going to get him really right, right where it hurts. God,
0: I'm so not vindictive, but I hear about this all the time. Yeah. So that's a, we're dedicating a show to, to the penises that we love. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, What I wonder is like, you know, balls never really get any shaming or any positive praise one way or the other. Like, you know, no one's ever like and your balls hang low or anything like that. Like it's not like a a source of pride for men or I didn't think it was a source of pride for men, but it kind of is in the study because people like it. No, I mean, like I was reading an article. There's like you can get your scrotum in like enlarged. You can get it. I've read that. Scrotox.
1: To I, me, though, yeah, that is, got to have yeah. a serious screw loose, okay, if you're worried about how your scrotum looks. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Come
0: on. Women like, are worried about their stuff, too. Oh, I know. Yeah, but but like, i got to tell you
1: a story that you will laugh at. I okay. didn't realize it was such a big deal, so I went over to my friend's house one day. He lives in Pittsburgh. And I went to use the restroom, and we were over at his dad's place. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I see the toilet lid. In between the lid and the seat, there's these two wooden spacers. And I'm like, what the hell are those wooden spacers on the toilet seat for? His dad's 80 years old, he goes, because my dad's balls and his, his <laughs> thing started dropping so low they were hitting the water. So uh, they had, I swear to God, to put a wooden spacer on the toilet seat in between so it was up higher. I cried laughing for two days. I couldn't get that image out of my mind of sitting on the toilet and your balls dangling in the water. Okay, Everything I'm like,
0: drops when you get water. Everything drops, obviously. Including, including your balls. Yeah, I, I, I swear
1: I couldn't. The image of that... We laughed. The two of us laughed. I'm not kidding you hysterically for that's hours. That's
0: so funny. Well, that was an innovative way to keep them from dropping. It's like your boobs, I guess. I wonder if your boobs when you're like ninety feet fall somewhere. In I don't shower. know.
2: I've heard that about for if guys, you know, when they sit to do their business, that mm-hmm. if they if they're well endowed, they have a problem with their the tip of their penis dunking in the water, and that's a bummer to me. Like, You'd have to be a horse.
1: Idea. I mean, there's that's like 13 inches to the water. I, I mean. mean. <laughs> Not and Would that really be a problem? You'd go, oh, well, you know. Like, I've
0: got this problem. Yeah, Let you share it with you. Yeah, I've got this big problem, yeah. It's such a bummer. My yeah. penis is so large yeah. that it <laughs> scrapes against the water in the toilet. <laughs> Woes me, my large penis. <laughs> I'm just so
1: tired of wiping the tip off after using the restroom.
0: Excuse me, I'm sorry. Was I in the toilet for too long? My penis is so large that it was just all so wet, and I had to dry my penis. Oh, my poor little penis! In
1: between that and the circumference, I took me a half hour to wipe it. You know, after it got wet.
0: Right. It's like people go to Harvard. They tell you within the first five minutes of every conversation they went to Harvard. It's like people have big penis They'd be like, "Oh, I'm sorry. Was I late?" Or like, you know, what just happened to me? And yeah. They'd be talking about it all the time.
2: I've had the exact opposite experience. I find when a guy has a big penis, he never talks about it, and it's just like a big sneaky surprise. But guys who are like moderately sized are the ones who are like, "Wait." So you see my penis. And And you're like, like, wait a second. That's not that special.
1: On that subject, I had an employee one time. This was about 12, 13 years ago. And it turns out he dated another employee. And the word got out that he had this absolute beer can girth, giant 12-inch penis. And we teased him. We nicknamed him the unit. That was his name. He was like embarrassed. Don't say that's so embarrassing. I'm like, I'd love to be humiliated like that, okay? I would love for people to be teasing me that I had such an ultra. But it's the truth. No one ever knew before that he had never said a word. And after it came out, he was like, don't talk about that.
0: No, I know. And I was kidding about the man with the penis. You're right. Most men, in fact, I've received probably more emails in 11 years from men who have large penises and they're like concerned because it hurts their partner and they don't want to do better than men who are like, you know, having small penis issues, which is interesting. Um, I do get a lot of questions about um, erectile dysfunction and PE as well. So um, tell me, Jeff, like about... I mean, if people don't know they've been listening for a while, let's just give them the, big, the, the low down on Promescent and how it got started. and why do you It was
1: started by a urologist, Dr. Ronald Gilbert in Newport Beach. And the reason he developed Promescent, being a urologist, if someone came in and they had problems with ED, he had Viagra, Cialis, Levitra, Trimix shots. They came in with incontinence, he had three to four options. They came in with prostate issues, he had three or four options. They came in with PE, it was like, uh, good luck. You know, learn how to Yeah, learn how to do. Learn how to be real good at cunnilingus, because you know there's something (laughs) I can do for you. You know, but then it was like, well, wait a second. They can be good at cunnilingus and also last a little bit longer. So they actually had a medical uh, solution, so-called solution. It was SSRIs, the depression drugs, the serotonin reuptake inhibitors, and what they do, unfortunately, is. They give you dry mouth, nausea, vomiting, loss of libido. You're like, excuse me? That's worse than having PE. Right. So he didn't want to use those. He said there's got to be something better. So he, in conjunction with a research chemist at the University of Georgia, developed a eutectic formula that changes lidocaine. It changes a crystal structure from uh, crystal to oil aqueous. When it does that, it penetrates the dermis or the stratum corneum. So mm-hmm. it gives the man a higher degree of surface sensitivity because it goes beneath, but you still have that control and it doesn't transfer to the female. Right. Pure so genius. let's
0: talk about using it. So you're with I mean, I've used it. We've all I think everyone here has used promescent, but mm-hmm. no. Jamie's Jamie's. I don't need to talk about your penis that you're with right now. Yeah. <laughs> Does he listen? Sorry, we just talked about his penis. Oh yeah, he listens. Okay, well we all yeah. want to see your penis. Oh, no. oh, he doesn't listen. Sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> anyway. So um but like let's just talk about work. So your guy who... Maybe you, you have PE, but you just would like to last longer in mm-hmm. bed. So you've got a bottle of promescent next to your bed, and you just you put a pump or two on your penis, mm-hmm. and you put it on, and you have to wait. This is important. You do have to wait like yes. 10 minutes. It
1: takes about 8 to 10 minutes for it to absorb. Right. So if you want maximum efficacy with the product. But the one thing I need to make clear, everyone always goes, if you have PE, you're obviously familiar it with the arousal be- gap and the orgasm mm-hmm. gap, Yes. that the average man lasts five and a half minutes, the average female takes 18, 19 minutes, So there are guys that go, I don't need it. I last long enough. And I ask them this question. I go, have you ever been in a situation that the last two minutes you're like, oh, please, I hope she doesn't get on top. Oh, my God. I hope she doesn't go reverse cargo. Oh, my (laughs) Mm -hmm. God. And then you're thinking about baseball scores. You're thinking about your grandmother naked. You're thinking about dead skunks on a soccer field. You're like, everything possible not to ejaculate. And they'll go, well, yeah, but everybody does that. I go, how would you like not to do that? That is actually... A larger segment of the population than people who have PE. That's true. Yeah. That, that is true. That people who go, I last long enough, but they're using all these techniques and they're numb mentally because they're going, I don't want to feel the pleasure, so I go over right. the edge. And we've had people tell us that they enjoy it more often and they, they enjoy the it more fully because the anxiety of going, oh, is oh, she done yet? I can't go. And we've actually, and we laugh about it because we have people that email us and they'll go, the question now is not can I last long enough. Do I want to give her two or three? You know what I mean? Right, Do I want right. to, you know? And it's. It, to me, it's all about making the most out of everything you do in life. And we're a society that wants to maximize things. Why wouldn't you want to, if you're a man, achieve the maximum pleasure? Why right. would you want to be have anxiety ridden during intercourse? Or whatever type of sex you happen right. to be having. You want to enjoy it. You want to take one more variable out right. of the equation.
0: Right. And I think there's a lot of guys who... Yeah, it's not necessarily pee but they just want to, it. it's true. I've been mean, they want to last longer. And I know, especially like when I'm with guys for the first time or second time, they're always like, don't do that because I'm going to come. I'm like, That's really? exactly. I'm like, Ugh, don't That's, do what? I got to do what? Don't do, do that what? Now. That's what
1: I want to do. You and know I'm like, what
0: I mean? What do you mean, don't do that? They yeah. kill me. And they me. And I get it. This happened to me recently. I was like, oh, really? Like one of those. But he, he was a kid and had sex in a while. But yeah. I get it. I'm like, if he does. But one of the
1: things, it. too, I got to tell you this if you're a man, the first time you're with a woman, there is a heightened sense of anxiety. Right. And, with a heightened sense of anxiety, there's a higher predisposition to not last as long because you're so turned on. And I tell this to people all the time. It was I'm, like
0: the first time we were together.
1: I've never second. been married, so I've never been in any more than a four or five year relationship. But I I know this for a fact, even at this point in my life, I'm 59. The very first time you're with a woman, that idea of I don't know exactly how she's going to act in this situation, it's extremely enticing right and it's it, it, I'm just being honest <laughs> no, you know this is new. it is it's new, it's new. It's fresh and even though everyone has two breasts and a vagina and every guy the first time you undress someone it's
0: hot right it's you're
1: hot like, it is freaking hot I swear to God there's just no denying it right yeah it is it's, it's it's extremely hot and anytime it's hot and you're aroused you're obviously going to have a higher degree of arousal and mm-hmm. it's going to be harder to maintain a longer period of time when you've been in a relationship eight ten years I don't care how creative you are. Certain things become a little bit routine. So even though it can still be a pleasurable relationship, there's not that heightened arousal. Like I know you know exactly what's going to happen. I know, next. Right? You've had sex four thousand times together. That's so you the have, other
0: top question we get yeah. asked: is you know how do I you know how do we spice it up? How do yeah. we keep it interesting? And it is it is possible, but it's it it is take possible. Work people don't realize that relationships yeah. take work, and that even sex you got to prioritize your sex life. If you're you know you want to keep you want to keep interesting, then you know you got to like try new things you gotta talk about it like talking about it is so hot and couples are so afraid like, especially guys who are you know and women just having challenges with anything with their yeah. penises or with making time for sex um, and keeping it hot and people just don't realize it It does change over we've time we've never had this but happen it's okay like, yeah. can't we be excited about the fact that like guess what sex won't always be like this but look where sex can go it can be like this and be excited about talking about sex with your partner and be excited about trying new things That's what I want people to think about when they think about, like, long-term sex.
1: If you ever get to a point, and I've had this, friends of mine, where it's an obligation, you are in a horrible relationship.
0: Right. When you're, like, checking off the Yeah. And and sometimes
1: even the wife or the husband go, oh, well, i got to do it. You know what I mean? She's, it's like, what?
0: How did it get to that point? How
1: did it get to that point? Take a step back and re-examine your relationship and really spice it up. If it's an obligation.
0: Right right and hopefully it doesn't get to that point but if it is like you know there's something we always talk about like different toys different positions doing it outside the bedroom mm-hmm. getting a hotel room vacation yeah. i mean not the kids leave the kids at home yeah but i'm just i'm curious about
2: how like sexual desire factors into that because what if you do just have like a lower you know lower sexual desire you might find that sex is more of an obligation not because you don't want to have it just because you're not maybe desiring it as much And make no mistake about it.
1: That is a very real thing. Mm -hmm. People have lower libidos, higher libidos. And I find, for me, the better the relationship, the better the communication, the higher my libido. Sometimes you meet someone, they're totally hot. After six months of dating them, you're like, they're not quite as hot. You know what I mean? Because there's just something... It's I mean, just thing, not. You're not connected,
0: right? I mean, the thing about low libido is there's so many things that can contribute to it. Yeah. You know, like medication, yeah. birth control, anxiety, stress. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, and just know that that, that stress is one of the biggest Lack of killers sleep. of our stress.
1: You can be physically tired. Yeah. It's impossible to have a high Madden's libido. I got a friend
0: who has a low libido. No, I'm just
2: no I mean, oh no, because I'm like speaking on behalf I, of all of my no, all my true. other friends and relationships. Okay, right. All mm-hmm. the fans out there who also have mismatched libidos it's with their true, partners. It's true, it's so common. It's not because your relationship is awful. Ladies and gentlemen, right. necessarily. It's just
0: because sometimes you know, physiological.
1: Issues. Yeah, there the other, are other person. Issues. Yeah.
0: yeah, just it's, and it's okay. No, it happens, and yeah. that's when you talk. That's when you like. Mm-hmm. You know what? I'm not feeling like you don't push it. Like you know, on the, put it on the back burner. Like yeah. we will talk about sex tomorrow, and then we'll have resentments. You're like, you know what, babe? I'm not feeling it. I don't know, but I really love you. Want to have sex? Like, what? Sh- what can we do to make sure that we're both getting satisfied? But
1: one thing you guys need to know from a guy's perspective, being the only penis in the room. Yeah, thank God. Is Always. there yeah. is a stigma if you're a guy? You feel, if your woman wants to, you know, have sex, that it is your duty that you... The guy... There's just this perception. Guys should always want to have sex and the woman is the one who decides whether or not you're going to have right. it. Right,
0: and yeah. that is a myth.
1: There is it's a myth, absolutely. I hear, from,
0: I hear from so many women who are like my guy doesn't want to have sex. And I, no, I when I, I first started the show before I knew as much about sex as I do now, I thought that was true. Mm-hmm. That men are like sex starved and women were like, "Ah, but then I started hearing from women all the time like, why won't my partner have sex with me?" So, you know, hey, it's two-way street. Yeah, absolutely. So, and that's what that's what the show's about. So, if you've been listening for 11 years, 5,000 episodes, You've heard us talk about this. (laughs) So last month we had, um, it was September, was Back to Sexual Confidence Month. And we talked to, we just, it was an amazing Mm -hmm. month of shows. And we talked a lot about how you can keep your confidence up in the bedroom because we know cultivating confidence is important in every aspect of your life, but especially in the bedroom. And so, like, I know we talked a lot about like women, like, we had like Elle Chase on the show and she talked about being like a curvier woman and how women can like learn to love their bodies. Mm -hmm. And we talked, to a lot heard from a lot of men who are like having challenges around, you know, whatever their penises, erectile dysfunction, or, you know, wind to last longer or dysfunction. So um when you're suffering from these things, where men are having these problems since you're the penis in the room, like how do you like help men feel more confident? And I feel like promessing can help men with anxiety a lot.
1: Absolutely. I think that you have to get away from looking at successful sex is a forty five minute, fully blown, rock hard erection. And, you know, pounding your partner into submission. (laughs) And unfortunately, porn... Please get away from that now. Everybody
0: step away from that notion. No, it (laughs) really is
1: true because I think porn has a very negative side effect. That people start comparing themselves to a porn star. When I ejaculate, I have to shoot it across exactly. the room, okay? And I think people are now to the point where they go, I can never have sex and actually ejaculate inside my partner. <laughs> I gotta pull out and blow it on her face or oh all my over God. her. Chest. It's insane. Like, it's Every guy now thinks he has to measure up to porn porn it's insane and every woman goes i can't have a regular orgasm i gotta be flopping around like you know elizabeth berkeley and showgirls in the pool you know that episode it's like what is that she's going through some spasm what the hell was that you know know.
0: right no that's what they assume that's how they're they're basing their sex but you have
1: to realize that in a good relationship that you can have a very satisfactory evening without even having intercourse with having oral sex, 69, you can have whatever, okay? You have to focus on pleasuring your partner. Right,
0: whatever that means. Yeah. I totally agree. I, we always say to couples who are having a hard time, we're like, take sex off, intercourse off the table for a month, for a week. And just be like, let's get back to the kissing. I mean, kissing often is the yeah. first thing that goes in long-term relationships. Is there anything
1: more passionate? Is there anything that's more sensual, think about this, than actually kissing someone? Oh, I love it, the kissing. And yeah. I don't
0: know why people don't, and we hear people all the time, like, yeah, he doesn't kiss me anymore. He's He yeah. goes right for, like, his fingers are right inside me. Exactly.
1: How, how, could there be a better way to turn off a woman than basically go, I'm not even into you, okay? So I'm not even gonna kiss you. I'm not even passionate about it. Let's just get it over with.
0: Right. We get, Yeah. that's like a, top, a lot of our questions we get asked yeah. as well.
1: But one thing I'll tell most men, and I've had people tell me this, oh, you're, you know, such a considerate lover, you know what I mean? And I'm like, I'm actually kind of selfish. You just don't realize it. I know the better you feel, the better you're going to make me feel. Right, but no, as long cute. as I'm going to get credit for being, you know, giving, I'm like all for it, you that know?
0: Is such a good, okay, I'm cool. That's interesting. So you didn't, you weren't born knowing that, were you? No. Right, because most guys don't know that. Most but guys don't know that. 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 The, the women were saying more foreplay, more this. We, we, we need that. But if you give us, you're going to learn. That's going to turn you on as well. And it's going to come back in it spades. It comes
1: back in spades. Just learn to be. And yeah, I had a girlfriend. Ever. This was about 20 years ago. And this is when I first go, well, I better put some more bullets in the arsenal here. You know what I mean? I need a few more arrows in the quiver. And <laughs> she had, and we're talking about sex drive, the most insanely high sex drive of anyone I've ever met. I was probably in my mid-30s. Okay. And she was about four years younger than me. And the first year we were together, and we were together three, four times a week. We had sex twice every single time. For
0: three, four years? No, for, oh, for three, four months.
1: For three, four months. Okay. Every single time, morning, evening, every single time. And I'm like, well, that always happens at the beginning of a the relationship. Then it kind of, you know, like, right. like four months later, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm like, it never, and we were together wow. two years. It never wavered. I'm like, I'm going to have to call my son down the hall here once he's 18. You know what I mean? Or give him a friend's over. I'm like, this is insane, okay? And so, you know, I'm really good about communicating, so I start, you know, having this conversation. And she had been molested when she was young, and she had done a lot of research on it and said that a lot of women who have been molested, Mm -hmm. you know, the way they get over that is to feel good about themselves. is Once they get older and get in a relationship, they want to feel validated for the right reasons, you know? And I was like, whoa. And I got to a point where I'm like, I don't know at my age if I can be doing this twice every single night we're together. So I go, I got to add to the repertoire here a little bit, you know, and then I was like, hey, wait a second. This is actually pleasurable for me. I really...
0: You enjoyed having that much sex. I enjoyed having that much sex, but
1: I enjoyed extended foreplay. I enjoyed incorporating some toys into the equation. Right, toys are a good time. Absolutely. And I've been with some women in my life that literally actually have higher quality orgasms, sometimes without penetration through mm-hmm. other means. Oh, yeah. That doesn't yeah, mean yeah, they don't sure. want. Yeah, that doesn't there mean they no don't.
0: is no one right way to There's orgasm. no one that's
1: exactly right. No. Why don't you try each and every way? Exactly. See which one's the best. See what fits. See what fits. And also more importantly, how about changing it up a little bit?
0: Right, exactly. And people, a lot of, we talk about this in the show a lot, that you, you just think like, I can only orgasm this way or only on top or bottom or this is what gets me off. But like, there is so much on the sexual, like, Offered on the sexual plate of life, there's a lot of ways that you can get there, but it might not be the first way you orgasm. But you gotta have fun trying. Have fun fun trying. Toys, figuring out like what. And even if you
1: have one pet way you love this, why not try to see if something else equals it? Even if you love hamburgers and you eat a hamburger every day, every once in a while you go, "Let me try a salmon burger." Yeah. Just because it's different.
0: Yeah. Right. I love this. This is good. Okay, we're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna come back, and we're gonna have you. We're gonna answer some emails. It's gonna be a good time. Okay, well, thanks for listening and thanks for supporting our sponsors. You know, I never talk about anyone or whatever have you even think about buying a product that I don't love, that I don't try, that I don't respect the company. So uh, thanks so much for supporting our sponsors and listening. We'll be right back. You know what I never get tired of? Talking about the magic wand. Seriously, it's like telling stories about your best friend. I actually think I have more stories about my magic wand than I do my best friend. The Magic Wand was part of my life long before it was part of the show. And now it's time to make it part of your life too. For more than 30 years, the Magic Wand has been the trusted toy that women around the world reach for first. In fact, check this. Time Magazine just named the Magic Wand as one of the top 10 most influential gadgets of all time. We're talking next to the iPod and the calculator. Time Magazine, people. If that doesn't say it all, I don't know what will. The perfectly sized original Magic Wand delivers amazing power and control and is incredibly simple to use. Just plug in the six-foot cord for uninterrupted pleasure. For more information on the Magic Wand, visit magicwandoriginal.com today or click on the Magic Wand banner on my website. Okay, we're back, and I just remembered that before we get into emails, I, you, you have some big news, some exciting news, and c- tell us about this.
1: We had a clinical survey, which went... On For about, I think, six months, and we had close to 200 participants.
2: It was the first ever one, right? First, first ever, ever well, IRB-certified okay.
1: study on a PE product.
2: A pre- okay, a premature ejaculation. And IRB okay. is the
1: Institutional Review Board, which means it's has There's- the highest medical certification credibility.
2: Okay. They are tough dudes over there. They, they don't just let dudes. anyone do no stuff. No one yeah. gets
1: to be IRB-certified without yeah. a great protocol. And it was authored by the University of Kentucky Sexual Wellness Center, Dr. Kristen Mark. Very highly regarded. And we had four statistically significant results. Statistically significant means outside the margin of error. So I think the margin of error is like 8 or 9%. So if you go, we're 9% above, that could be within the margin of error, you know, reporting right. error. But we were over 50% statistically significant in four major areas. Number one was duration of intercourse for the man, IELT, inter latency time. So they
0: lasted longer. They lasted
1: 64% longer using Promescent. Without, as opposed to without using promethin, which is huge,
0: right? Because it Very proved it. We know that, but like it yeah. proved yes. it. The study amazing. Okay. Now,
1: not surprisingly, over fifty percent higher degree of women achieving orgasm with their men on promesin versus not promesin. Okay, that's so big. Think about Congratulations. that. Congratulations for, for women. that okay. orgasms. Okay, yeah. so you have man benefiting, woman benefit. Now couples benefit. Both men and women reported over a 50% higher frequency of reporting satisfactory sex while using the product as opposed to not using the product. So obviously the man lasts longer, the woman achieves a higher degree of orgasm, and not surprisingly both report a higher degree of satisfaction with those, those results so it was very very positive for right. us it's kind
0: of scary that you don't know what you're they're going to find but you're like I want to test this when syndrome, you do but this
1: like... you have a very real chance right. of spending all this money and the results come back and go this is like a placebo right but if you're confident in your product and after four years in, in the business we have we were very confident right. that the results were going to this be is positive ama- well,
0: this, is what we, this is amazing it is amazing well not only
1: that but this got us into Rite Aid nationwide and Target nationwide
0: oh my god hey. congratulations so, yes I knew you said there. That. that's big that's
1: huge okay because Wait. it speaks to the credibility of this product and also you know we had been in 450 independent pharmacies one at a time and you know everyone kept saying to us when are you going to be in the People big chain?" and i you... go we're working on it and you have to get these planograms oh, so and it hard. takes years but all of a sudden you come in with these results and are like well this is legitimate okay this is this is not some snake oil this is medicine. This is really we a right problem. next door. Yeah. Right next in this fact is, I parked in their parking lot. Yeah. And I'm in
0: gonna go target. take
1: yeah. And we're brand new. We've only been in a week.
0: Oh my god, congratulations.
1: So I always stop in so like exciting. a proud papa and I go right to the aisle and I'm like, right? Oh there it is. Do you
0: like move it to the front? Right? I, oh, so trust me, I rearrange the thing, put it right up in the front and premium, you know? <laughs> I used to do that with my book. I'm like going to stores and move the book around. No, it's a, congratulations. I'm
1: very happy with it. Amazing. That. Very well, happy. We're with
0: excited. We we're
2: fans. Yeah. Yeah permescent coming to the mainstream folks. Well you know it's funny because
1: we had some people that would order it on the site and they go I need a pharmacy and I go why I call it the chain of command because a lot of guys feel uncomfortable they have roommates or they have kids and you know their son's like hey dad your permission came while you're at work today or your roommate's like hey even though it comes in a box people open it up
0: they do so people love the
1: idea that I go buy it I put it in my pocket Mm -hmm. okay and I have I call it the chain of command or chain of custody that it's never out of their control and so now you go to our site you type in your zip code you can't be anywhere and be more than 10 miles because between Target and Right, it's 8,000 stores that's cool
0: okay congratulations I love it very happy
2: what event were we at where we were giving away small bottles or we gave away permescent samples it was your live show right yeah and we had we had sound techs like sound engineers were coming up to us (gasps) and being like like, we're working and we're like you know we're putting together the different table decorations and stuff like that for the show and they're like hey um can, can we get a bottle of that can, oh can i have a bottle of that please and they're just like not looking at each other th- in the <laughs> eye and they're no. like grabbing them off of tables and stuff <laughs> like right. everyone at the improv is like can we get some of that right. like, we had none sad. we ran out of samples we had more than people we needed. were like clearing off the tables for it yeah That's there are so,
1: so <laughs> you need to understand studies will show you that at least 73 percent of men at some point in their life wish they lasted longer oh, during the I course. could say, yeah. hundred so,
0: percent, I would say. Yeah, so yeah. it's That's one of those things. Every, guys, every woman wishes she could have orgasmed. But there's such a time.
1: stigma that... Every man has to be a sexual Superman that no one wants to admit it. I know, we have yeah. this running joke in the company, and I have to change it. Because we used to say, if every time we heard this, we'd get a dollar, we'd have $1,000. Now i have to change it to $10,000. Right. <laughs> that And this happens to me all the time. I'll be like at a party in my neighborhood. And someone will go, oh, you're the guy who moved into 82 Sun Glow. Oh, yeah, yeah. The guy goes, what do you do for a living? I go, I'm the CEO of a pharmaceutical company. What's the name of the company? Absorption Pharmaceuticals. Oh, what's your product? Promessit. What does it do if you're asking i'm telling right right? yeah it's a treatment for premature ejaculation this actually happened at a party in my neighborhood dead silence the husband and wife are like and the guy i swear (laughs) to god just like this the guy's like it's the last thing we need in this relationship (laughs) i'm like oh excuse me ron jeremy right right? Right. no seriously puffs (laughs) out his chest so about five minutes later it was one of these really nice parties they had like you know a band and they had tri-tip and turkey they were roasting i think it was the fourth of july whatever So the guy goes up to get some food and the wife leans over. I swear to God, she goes, we could use some of that. Do you have any of that product? I go, yeah, I'll drop off some. I swear to you, I'm not kidding. I
0: believe you all the time. It
1: happens all the time. Oh my
0: God, I hear this from people like, I'm like, well, Lou, because I'm a huge fan of Lou. Lou, like, we don't need that. We don't have that problem. I'm like, it doesn't mean it's a problem. It's not a
1: problem. Okay, if you're... There's friction. Lube might be a good thing.
0: Even yeah. if you're already wet, you're going to need a little more. Right? Yeah. I get it. It get can't
1: it. have people a negative like, effect.
0: No, I just don't understand. I Why totally do people it think
1: like- that they can't use any kind? I mean, right. If you're a diabetic, does anyone look at you and go, "Hey, you're taking insulin?" Right. I mean, no, what Women, we are, mean. men, and women are, are wired differently. Yeah, yeah. If you have, if you have cancer, does anyone go, "Why are you taking chemo?" Right. Oh, right. I don't and need it. I can times- fight this cancer by exactly. myself. You know. And
0: there's sometimes where you might last long. You might not need that week, that month. Sometimes you do. Just like blue yeah i
1: use our product once in a while yeah. I'm, I'm very open anytime yeah, i don't use it all the time but there are times where i'm like yeah, oh, it's got, been a is while or bring, you know what yeah, i mean I and it. you know
2: Jeff, I'm actually curious, really quick, because I was reading something before the show. I was yeah. reading an article, and it you your friend who gave you Permesan he he gave you a sample of it to try, right? Yes. And you were just like, yeah. Were you like, yeah, sure, I'll try this. I don't really need, it. you know, like what were your thoughts on it when someone handed the, you this product and they were like, he hey. was my
1: doctor, he was yeah. my best friend, and yeah. I was in for my yearly PSA and physical, and he's like, hey, I have this product, you know, I'd like you to uh, evaluate it because he knew my story. I moved out mm-hmm. with like two suitcases of five hundred dollars and. Built a company successfully. He goes, "I want your opinion." I go, "What is it?" He tells me, "I go, oh." He goes, "Here, try some." So I was like, "Yeah." I go, "I'll tell you know," because to me, if you're unwilling to try something, that means you're insecure. Okay. And I was like, "Hey, I want to see what it's like," because you know, I'm never going to deny I might have swallowed a blue pill or, in my case, a yellow pill, Cialis instead of once in a while. (laughs) And you know, it's like I want to see what it's like, you know. And so I went home. This is a funny part. I was dating a gal who was a financial analyst, so I called Mm -hmm. her on the way home. I go. Because I was thinking of investing in the company, I go, "Hey, would you like to come over this evening? We'll have dinner, and I want you to help me evaluate this investment." <laughs> oh, I'd love to. Her name was Carolyn, so she comes home. She's not listening to this. So, hey, why are you talking <laughs> about our relationship? Time. This was like eight years ago. Yeah. So this is the funniest thing. So she comes over that night. We have dinner. Mm-hmm. so after dinner she goes let's take a look at that investment i said oh great so <laughs> she thinks i'm gonna bring this for forma or you know some spreadsheet out right i go upstairs i come down i throw this bottle of in here she's like you're such a perv <laughs> i go i swear you this is ron's company i'm thinking right. of investing in it she goes oh really i go yeah so i explain it to her so we use it so next day i call ron he's like what do you think i said first of all we need to change the name of that product he's like what do you mean you don't like the name and he starts this impassioned right. story well promescent means prolonged to mess you know i go Wait, wait, wait. He goes, why? What what name do you like? I go, how about bone like a porn star? (laughs) He's like, what? I go, dude, that stuff's insane. I go, I actually, it was 45 minutes and he knew my girlfriend. I go, she started tapping out. It was like freaking MMA. And he goes, well, how much do you use? I go, well, like three to four sprays. He goes, if you don't have PE, you start with one or two. I go, I just read the directions, (laughs) you know? And he goes, that's for people with PE. But it was insane. And, you know, at the time I was like 52, 53, it was like six years ago. And any guy will tell you that sex is always good but I don't know if it's like for women because I'm only a guy, but a guy at 55 doesn't have the same intensity of orgasm he does when he's right. 18. It's still good, trust me. It's right. better than not having. Yeah. But, you know, when you're 18, I swear to God, you're early in your sexual experience. You have an orgasm. It starts at your feet. It goes to right. the ends of your hair. Your fingernails are clenched. You're biting the It's like this freaking whole body experience. You're like quaking and everything. You get to be 50. Your prostate's getting a little right. boggy. You know what I mean? And It's still good, but it's like, Oh, that was good, but it's a, but when a man goes for thirty five or forty minutes, you're like He's eighteen like again when you right. finish. Yeah. I swear to God, because all that build up a lot. That's exactly the we tell people all the time that. This yeah, isn't scientific. you get that
0: feeling because like, yeah, it, it lasts it's a It's that
1: same thing. You're like, whoa, I remember that. You know what I mean? It was like, whoa. And yeah. that's exactly the first time I used it. And I went and wrote a check. I go, I'm investing in your company. Right. I yeah. think this might have some potential. Yeah,
2: you, yeah. Want, you want people to get on board Promessa. You tell that story.
0: Right. That that's is, a good, that's good no. story. To guys everywhere. Dude. I'm glad I asked.
1: We're one of the few companies. You ever done this? You go to it's a like website. Click on the banner on our website. Yeah, exactly. Jesus Christ.
0: You, our you, website's yeah. going to crash now. Yeah, thanks you, a lot, Jeff. Thanks a
1: lot, yeah. But you go sometimes to a website and you see you know, they have these supposed testimonials and it's like, Ron and such and such. And it's like, oh, great product. You go to our website, they're actual emails. These are emails we get, but they obviously have the email address redacted and everything. (laughs) These are absolute legitimate emails and we get them every single day. And on one hand- Is it
0: good to feel like you're changing lives? It is, but but let me tell you
1: something. It's invigorating, but at the same time, it's kind of sad because you realize we've reached 1% of the population and how many other people. We've had people say- I literally became asexual because I was so embarrassed Mm. because some people are portal. That means they ejaculate during foreplay, okay, in some men. And they literally ejaculate immediately upon penetration and they go, I just quit being intimate. And they'll go, I tried your product. Oh my God. And it Mm -hmm. just... It gave me so much more self-esteem and confidence. you know and confidence. Confidence, is so true. yeah, okay, and let, yeah. That makes you feel good, but then you realize how many people have no idea. Well,
0: now they can go get it at freaking Target and write right at Target, this baby. Okay, let's get into some emails. We okay. got some more penis things here. Okay, hey, Oda, and thank you everyone for emailing me feedback at sexwithemily.com. You can also email us directly from the website. You just click on the Ask Emily button, send your email that way. But we're also Taking your voicemails, which has been so fun. In the last few shows, um, we play your voicemail messages. You guys are leaving us killer messages. It's 818-ASK-SWE1. That's 818-275-7931. And as always, your name, your age, where you're from, and how you listen. We so appreciate that. Hey, Emily. I've had a friend who's been flirting with me for years but has been in a relationship. Last week, we finally hooked up. And while the chemistry was intense... He just couldn't get it up. I think it was just performance anxiety and I'm sure it could drastically improve with time, but since I haven't heard from him, we're good friends. I'm guessing that he is avoiding me because he was embarrassed by it. Um, I'd like to let him know that I'm not disappointed and I'd be happy to try again. Any suggestions as to how I do this without hurting his ego? Thanks, Pip, age 34 so i want to say to this that we're we're forgiving when men like can't get hard or they can't say it's more like erectile dysfunction it's like i think that guys do get so embarrassed but at least i know even when i was a young age didn't know as much about it I'm like that's cool like we're just we get that it doesn't always function things happen it's not when a guarantee you, you can't get hard. it's not a
1: medical device or it's not a mechanical device that you press a button it automatically operates right yeah like, and-
0: like she gets it now he's like scared and not calling her we, we, we're assuming that but i think why. she should
1: answer her own question when she's like how do i do it without embarrassing him did she really think by calling him up and going hey you know you didn't perform well why not just call him and go hey let's, get, let's together get together again which gives you the indication it's okay you don't have to bring it up and go hey that substandard performance that you put on <laughs> isn't going to stop me from seeing right. you again right. I <laughs> don't, mean, even, bring don't it up. even bring it
0: up don't bring it up
1: don't bring it up <laughs> just say hey i'm looking forward to getting together again that intuitively tells him that it's okay okay
0: right. you're so that's right no, that is a good point um but let's talk about the difference between like erectile dysfunction and NP. so it's more like it's more it feels like it's more of an umbrella term for penis yes. p- challenges and so when they can't achieve or maintain an erection rather mm-hmm. than having an erection and coming too quickly so does that mean that's just kind of happens to men too two at all separate ages.
1: distinct uh obviously bodily functions but let me tell you something that'll blow your mind 20% of ED is misdiagnosed PE.
0: Oh, inter- yeah. Because if Interesting. a
1: man has PE for an extended period of time, meaning like a year or more, he has a very high probability of developing anxiety-related well, ED. That's what
0: happens, yeah. and they get the Yeah, right because anxiety. you know
1: that getting an erection leads to an unsatisfactory conclusion because you ejaculate too quickly. So your penis basically is like, I'm staying here, yes. okay? Not, this, I'm making the lymph sign. The, he's making arousine. the sign of the yeah. penis just staying yeah. inside
0: the guitar. Because
1: a man knows that getting an erection leads to an unsatisfactory conclusion so psychologically it's telling him don't go there because bad things happen when we go there so a lot of ed is misdiagnosed pe
0: yeah that's good that's interesting okay so yeah when we think also just uh call him up and go out with him pip you guys are friends it'll be fine okay dear emily it'll be fine like like don't just don't mention that Go out with me. Yeah, and assumed. we don't even know. We make assumptions. We don't even know that's why he's not calling. But yeah. if that's no. what we think it is, give him a call. Yeah, Dear Emily, I'm a divorced dad and I've been on the dating scene for over two years. I meet most of my partners through Bumble, which I love, by the way. My question is this. It's a dating app. I was like, going to say, so what think, is Bumble? I know, yeah. you looked at me. It's like Tinder, yeah. but we okay. didn't have to make the first message um my question is this are sex toys vibrators etc okay for first time sex my thought is why not use anything to make sex better but some women seem taken aback or skeptical they think how many women is this guy's having sex with so what are your thoughts on a using toys during a first time encounter and b broaching the subject without seeming like a player which i'm not thanks e46 years old new york city so I love that he has sex toys but I can understand that if the woman's with him for the first time and I know it's sort of a double standard because women guys at their house and I can whip out my sex toys but if you're a woman and a guy you're like where's that been is that clean you have sex toys are you sleeping with other women so it's I like that he's sensitive to it. He's 46. He understands. He's been with women. But, like, it's kind of tricky, I think.
1: I'm not sure if he's sensitive or he's actually pulled it out and someone went, wait a second, okay, that's not new in a rapper. I'm not going to be the third, well, fourth person. Women,
0: no, no, I think that that's That's absolutely happened. valid. Absolutely. He, I've, I have a friend who called me. She goes, what do I do? I went with this guy and he whipped out. Like, I'm not putting that near me. And yeah. I think it is a double stand-up for guys. You should just get maybe some get some bullets or something. Like, get yeah. some, Yeah. you know.
2: Oh. Like the screaming out you can get like screaming a little o. a little like disposable bullet yeah. vibrator. You keep it in the package. In a package,
0: you, they're like ten dollars, mm-hmm. yeah. and and then you'd be like, hey, why well, have a little of this? And I'm sure she'd be psyched. And you unwrap it, and it's disposable. Yeah.
2: Lifestyles also makes the amuse. Oh my god, I His love their amuse. You can get them right next to Permesin at right yeah. exactly Target. No, I'm exactly. at Target,
0: yeah. it's called Amuse A M U S E, and they actually just gave me. They have a new yeah. one. and oh, I brought it home. It's like they have a penis ring, mm-hmm. and they also have the finger vibe, and yeah. that is actually perfect, and it's disposable. Admit, and it's a pretty strong vibe. Yeah. So E, so so that's small. what you got to do. Until you have he's...
1: to pretty much assess your partner, and you know, you know, certain people give out a vibe like I'm pretty much up for anything. Other people, you just get the vibe like I don't know if I want to go there yet. You know. Yeah. I'm right. gonna reveal this for the first time ever, and you'll crack up when Dun, I tell da you da. this. Oh. I've always been a little on the adventuresome side. I love it. So I happen to uh, have my own personal Sibian machine.
0: <gasps> you do? Yes,
1: I do. I saw it one time, and I'm like, oh that's God. one of the craziest things I've ever seen, right? So this was about eight years ago. So I meet this gal, and <laughs> I've dated her for about two weeks, and she had been divorced about a year, year and a half. And she says to me, oh, you know, I'm really kind of hesitant. I've been with someone in a while. And I'm like, really? How long? She goes, well, since I was divorced. I go, were you divorced like two and a half years ago? She's uh-huh. like, yeah. I go, you haven't been with someone at two and a half years? I'm like, oh, my God. She goes, yeah. I go, you must have the best array of power tools on anybody on the planet. She goes, well, no, I have this Sibian machine. I'm like, oh, my God, I saw that before. And I'm like, I want to see you use that. She goes, oh, I'm, it's private. You know, but eventually she right. yeah. <laughs> let me. Well, I was like, oh, my God. It's
0: crazy, right? I bought one. <laughs> I
1: have my own. I love it. I, I have be Sibian, too. I, I, well, oh, okay. They,
0: yeah, yeah, they're sponsors.
1: But here's the crazy thing. So I bought, like, 10 different attachments, each one still in the thing, because you don't bring that out. You no. know what I
0: mean? Oh, yeah. And, and
1: then, then. Exactly. And go, oh, okay, Let me clean this off for you. You know what I mean? It's like, you bet. But I can tell you this right now I never bring that out initially I, first because yeah. someone will run with their hair on fire they'll go you have oh what they God. go there's something wrong with you okay i
0: love that you have a simian like do you have it in the ottoman like in your living yes. room In the leather? oh no too? i don't have it in my living room oh. it's
1: my housekeeper <laughs> go what exactly is that okay Dude, that
0: happens to me with my housekeeper okay. no
1: it's no trust me it's in the closet and you know
0: right you have more space than i do though i have like a little house in. The i have a huge house out. so right. it's
1: tucked away right but it's like <laughs> trust me i mean I'm there's been times even after like two three weeks you bring it out and someone's like what in the hell are you but doing with they, that?
0: But then did the, you put them on there? And you're, I try to, yeah. Right. That's oh, amazing. The Sibian's like pfft. it
1: is insane. Right. But I know. certain people, they're just even people that sometimes are pretty open. It's just something about that. They're like, oh my god. But those things are
0: oh, they're amazing. they it. I can't believe we haven't talked about this. Not I many people have a Sibian.
1: I know. I got it about six years ago. I
0: okay. Believe. Oh god, I just got mine a year ago. Yeah. We need to compare. There's new. They gave me, uh, I saw Bunny from oh, Sibian yeah, at Sexual Health Expo and she gave me some new attachments. Well, you know, exciting. there's
1: actually, I've never done this, but they sent me this thing, you know, with it. And there's this website where if you have one, you can literally, you will crack up. when I tell you this, go on the site and advertise and women will want to come over and use your machine.
2: Oh, wow. I mean, oh, like it's a new dating is app. Is it like cam girls and stuff too? Because that's like a big thing. Oh like, yeah, no, like, absolutely. like cam girls and Sibians like go hand in hand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah,
1: no. But I've never gone no, that you route. You don't need to do that route. I don't not, need to tell me, you. I don't me. need strangers in my house riding my Sibian not machine, me. you know? Yeah.
0: You'd rather know them You're for You're like trying least. to
2: get some work done in the office and there's yeah, I, just, like shrieks going Excuse on. Excuse me, yeah. Like, like, I should bring
0: the Sibian now that we have a bigger office into the office.
2: I mean... For,
0: like, for furniture? I don't know. For what? I don't know. We can <laughs> <sit> all sign off on if it. Like you want f- 15 an exactly. hour. Exactly.
1: If you're a female, think about the ability to control the rhythm. The thing. I mean, you have total control. Right, right.
0: It's a machine. If you it, guys don't know what we're talking about, just go on my website and Google Sibian, S-Y-B-I-A-N. We've yeah. got a lot on there. Okay, let's move on. One more email? <laughs> yeah. Okay, We are laughing about yeah. us having scheduled no, time for the sibian well, that in the was office. Great too. No, Could you
1: imagine I'm thinking, that going? Oh, someone's on like dude, we the, like would the, do the that. health club with a right. you know oh, no, stairmaster. No,
0: stair Somebody's on. <laughs> yeah. She is taking longer than fifteen. Hey, there's minutes a fifteen the minute sibian. limit yeah. on there. yeah. Jamie would be like, Madison's been on the sibian <laughs> for twenty minutes. <laughs> I was signed up for four fifteen, and she didn't bring her gym towel. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Madison didn't clean up the sibian today. This is amazing. Can we? We can we do a video on this? Hilarious. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. And that wasn't what I was, la- I was
2: laughing about uh, Googling. If you Google Sibian, you're going to come up with some real weird stuff. So right. just prepare, so be, careful. be at home.
1: Oh, right. no, there Have are you, some really, really raw the, ones. I
0: mean, N-S- there's one F- with, N-S- uh, with... NSFW? What is yeah. It? Not safe for work? Uh-huh. Oh, my God.
1: It was a friend of yours? Jamie yeah. found
0: a friend in a Sibian video. The model. In the area model. Yeah, she was seeing Silent Night in like a Santa hat on the Symbion. Yeah. Like that's what she's been doing since high school. So Maybe I'll
1: incorporate that into my Christmas card this year. There
0: you go. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. I've got faith. Okay, we have time for another one. Yeah. Dear Emily, I'm 43 years old and I've always been dumped in my relationships. My latest was my wife of 14 years who dumped me for a younger alpha male type at her work. I have a small penis about six inches erect and I've always wondered if this is why women keep leaving me. No one has admitted it. But it seems that everyone, uh, everyone I look, everywhere I look, this is one of the requirements for keeping a woman happy. Since this is something I can't change about myself, I'm wondering if I should just give up and resign to living alone for the rest of my life. What do you think? Can a man deal with a small dick ever find lasting love, Chris? Whoa, Chris! I'm so glad you wrote because this has nothing to do with your penis.
1: Let me Seventy percent of men have a six inch or smaller dick average. in the world. That's the it's, average size.
2: It's okay? five and it's five and three quarters. Five, five and three and quarters. IPhone. So
0: you're actually above average, Chris. And women keep dumping you, honestly, honey, because. There's some other stuff. The fact that you're emailing this and you think it's about your penis, I'm just going to assume there's some other things going on with you. I'm not sure. It's what certainly not a emotional... penis it's holding him no, back. No, I mean, and
2: imagine just like if all the men out there who had less than six inches were like, well, I guess I'm a monk now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. There no, would honey, be a lot of women so running around
1: going, there's no men out here.
0: Right. Yeah. No, I mean, no, Chris, I think this might be a good time, 43 years old, like to maybe take a look at yourself and like really like therapy, let's talk, therapy. best thing ever. I mean, I think that it's never, never never the wrong time, bad time, never to get, what I to say never too old. Yeah. Never too, back up. Okay,
1: There's another stumbling. underlying like issue.
0: Somatic therapy would be really Somatica good Somatic therapy would be amazing. Um, but I think he just might need some, Chris, I think just regular good old therapy looking <laughs> at, because okay, when I read this, Chris, you're saying that you've always been dumped in your relationships. You think it's your penis. Why they're leaving you. It sounds very victim mentality. And it also sounds like, you know, relationships are two way street. And I'm wondering if you've looked at, at yourself in a way that's like deep and introspective to know what your part may be in the relationship and why they're leaving beyond the penis thing. Cause I'm pretty certain it's not. And that why yet. would
1: you be, do I have to live the rest of my life alone?
0: That's what I'm saying. He sounds depressed. He, he sounds sad.
1: depressed. I was gonna say, there's a depression element there. And it has nothing to do with sex.
0: No, nothing at all, honey. uh, My my biggest question, Mark. Oh, go ahead, Emily. No, I I was going to say, like, yeah, sweetie, I think there's other stuff going on. But I'm glad you wrote because to all of us, we've not talked about this beforehand. We're like, there's other things Does that not fit right
1: into the porn star thing that if I don't have eight and a half inches and I, you know.
2: That was the part I took the most issue with is since this is something uh, that uh, everywhere I look, this is one of the requirements for keeping a woman happy. Like, my eyes (sighs) just, like, doubled in size. I was
0: like, where are you looking? Right. I know you guys. <laughs> I went through a
1: period, I quit watching porn. I'm like, yeah. I can't watch porn because I'm, I'm thinking the average penis is eight and a half inches in a beer can size. Right. You know what exactly.
0: I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And, th- okay, Jeff, and you think that, how about like, you know, 15 year old boys and women who young girls. How sick is that? They're like, I have to do, I have to have sex in this certain way and I have to like have a big penis and shoot across the room and ride or it's, it's What sad. is the
1: idea though? I've, I still can't get over this, that people can't have satisfactory intercourse and actually climax inside that... Every single porn, they have to stop and then go up and straddle and shit all over her face. I am like, called, what is that? Okay, it's called it's the called money visual, shot.
0: The money shot, and yeah. like, let's be honest, Chris. What you are seeing is these women. It's not real. It's, it's, it's porn. It's like it's it's like watching an action movie. Like it, these are not these are actors playing people who are having orgasms. That's exactly. And it's not real life, and I hope this is like a PSA for everybody listening that they look like all these women are being really pleased, but it's a job. And they've been going oh, all yeah. day, yeah. and it's not always real. Yeah, what is they that? They use qu- Cetaphil, right? The yeah, face wash. That's, yeah. what's that's right. Cetaphil She's shooting Cetaphil face wash over her face. Yeah, if no. you're
1: a guy and you watch a porno, you go, why don't I shoot a bucket every time? You know what I mean? Because there is no one on planet Earth that shoots a bucket full of.
0: If you do your Kegel. No. Yeah. Kegel exercises do help <laughs> you shoot further. Well, yeah, yeah they might shoot further,
1: but. Yeah. Certainly not no. across the room and certainly no. not a gallon.
2: No. no. One time my boyfriend was like, oh, you got to see this. You got to see this. Look at this guy. It's a six roper, which means it's like he shoots six spurts. You taught me this. Yeah. Like, and I was like, and a I was six like, six roper. And he's like, come here, like, see this. And I was like, I have no interest in that. He's like, come on. Like, seriously, this isn't a little bit impressive to you. I was like, honestly, I am hard, I would be hard pressed to find a woman who's like, Yeah, he's shot a six, six roper. He's my hero. Yeah, like the, no girl is like sitting no. there being like, today there was Excuse me, ropes. are
1: you feeling a little ill that was only a five roper, right, okay? Right.
2: And this is what's so
0: funny is that that, that this I was is able ex- to wipe
1: that off with my foinkers. I want to get a brush and have right. to just you know what I mean?
0: Exactly. I want like a swifter. Yeah, a I want swifter, a
1: swifter duster, you have to come, you know I want
0: you to swip that cum off. Yeah, me exactly. And that shit. Like I don't want a fucking <laughs> napkin. Yeah, exactly. But, but, but here's the thing that's so funny is that this is what men th- it's funny. Yeah. Because he's 43, he's not, but this is why no. I'm so concerned for humanity right now, because he's thinking that so many men are thinking that. Your boyfriend who knows, you're like, but I'm glad he has you yeah. to check in. You're like, not hot, not I, what I want. Yeah, it's it like looks that. really messy. No, the, you
1: need this to, means yeah. nothing
2: to me. All I'm thinking about right now is like, how are you going to get that out of that bed sheet? Right.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like laundry again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay, that's all we got time for. Thank you so much, Jeff, for being here. Oh, I love this it. Has been every so minute fun. of it. Awesome. It's <laughs> great to see you again. you yes. got to come back more often. Um, everyone Go. Get your promessant. Get it well taught. Right in Target, target right baby. It's <laughs> very exciting. Um, thank you, Madison, producer oh, yeah. Madison, That's for fun. rocking it and uh, being you. Thank you, Jamie. Uh, thank you to Lori and Eddie and Ken and my amazing Sex with Emily team. I love you all. And most of all, thanks, everyone, for listening. Was it good for you? Email me. Feedback at sexwithemily.com. Listeners and friends, they're always asking me how to spice up their relationships. They all want to know how to bring the spark back. One great way is to add in some variety. Well, our good friends at AdamandEve.com know all about that. AdamandEve.com is where you'll find all my favorite high-end toys like the Magic Wand and the WeVibe Tango, as well as every formula of quality lube you can think of. You should all be using lube, by the way. I haven't made that clear. Try out Pure or Sliquid. Adam and Eve sells those as well. The folks at adamneve.com are pleasers, so they put together a special deal for Sex with Emily listeners. If you order today and use code EMILY, they'll cut the price of almost any single item in half. Not enough for you? They'll also toss in three free DVDs and ship it all to you for free. And for a limited time, they will include a free gift. It's a sexy premium silicone pleasure ring. Rings are a great way to enhance intercourse. And if you haven't tried one before this is the time. It can help guys stay harder longer while providing that crucial clitoral stimulation that most women need to orgasm during intercourse. Get your free ring, free shipping, free DVDs, and 50% off any item. Go to adamandeve.com and use code EMILY at checkout.